At Armstrong, your connectivity is backed by local technicians, our 24-7 network operations team, and our 24-7 customer service center. Armstrong, unmatched employees, unmatched customer care, unmatched fiber network. Welcome to Armstrong in the Loop podcast. I'm your host, Seth Prentice, and today I'm joined by two members of the Harmony Museum, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Uh, hello, I'm uh, Rodney Gash. I'm the president of the Harmony Museum. And I am Gwen Lutz, and I am vice president of Harmony Museum. Well, thank you two both so much for not only being here, but allowing us to be here inside the Harmony Museum, as this is my first time here. And boy, do you have some history in these walls. It's, it is amazing. Uh, the, the Harmonists came in 1804, the winter of 1804, and kind of organized in 1805. And within about five years, they had a bustling community building brick houses and having a brewery and making rope and weaving. And so they were quite the industrious group. And fortunately, a lot of that remains in the buildings. And we have quite a few artifacts dating back from that time. Which is quite incredible that you're able to still have a lot of these pieces intact uh, for display. And not only that, but you have multiple properties here that are older than most of the older buildings in Pittsburgh. Yes, there are quite a few that are older than Pittsburgh's uh, history sites, but some of them are Mennonite, some of them are Harmonist, and... um, they date back to the early 1800s that um, we have preserved those, but we also preserve the history from other times as well, bringing things right up to the present. Wow, that's incredible. Maybe let me tell you a little bit about the buildings we have. We're sitting here today in the Harmony Museum building, which is a brick building built by the Harmonist. We have another brick building that also has some museum displays, plus our museum shop. And uh, that is an 1812 building. Uh, and our other building, we have three log cabins, which date more from the uh, 1820s. Uh, some of those were uh, built by the Mennonites who came after the, after the Harmonists. And they were moved here. They were buildings that were going to get torn down or lost. And uh, thanks to our museum volunteers and donors, we were able to move these buildings, re- reconstruct them, and give them a second life here in the Borough of Harmony. Now, when you mentioned the Harmonists and the Mennonite period, the Harmonists weren't here that long, correct? They were only here 10 years. They came in the winter of 1804, uh, organized in 1805, and then by 1814, they packed up and moved to a new frontier, uh, Indiana, and they uh, built the town of New Harmony, Indiana. Now, did they still go by the Harmonists at that time, or had they switched... Uh, what their name? No, nope, they was? were okay. the Harmonists. They were in Indiana for ten years, and then they moved back to the Ambridge area yeah. in western Pennsylvania, and that's where we have the old Economy Village, which is a state historic site. So that was their final resting point. Uh, you mentioned that it's nice we have all these old artifacts. It may have been benefited because they, while they were here, they decided to have cel- to practice celibacy, so they had no, no little kids jumping on those uh, <laughs> uh, chairs and beds. <laughs> so, so, but that did end up being their demise, so they all died out, 
in the last decade of the 1800s, I believe. Yes, their total was, they totaled 100 years. Wow. That they were in, you know, a, a functioning society. That's incredible. So now that brings us to some of the other parts that the, the museum has. And, you know, you have a wine cellar, not only in, this, in the museum building, but a second location as well that uh, just going down there was worth, its, <laughs> worth a tour in itself. Yes, it's, it's, it's pretty fascinating to think that they hand-hewn these rocks out of a, a local hillside and uh, moved them. And some of, the, some of the rocks, you can still see the numbers in the floor where they like laid them out in a field like a jigsaw, these big, big uh, rocks that were hand-cut and then reassembled them in the floor of the uh, wine cellar here in the museum building. Now, I know that George Washington coming through this area is probably one of the, uh, probably the most famous part that, uh, part in history that I've heard about, you know, only being in this area for a couple of years. Is there another critical piece of history that maybe goes untold that, you know, really is significant to the Harmony area? Well, the George Washington story is definitely <laughs> uh, a big part of uh, his of our history here. He came through Harmony on his way to Fort LeBeouf. Mm -hmm. um, and that was actually the beginning of the French and Indian War. And his journals say that he crossed the Conoconessing Creek. It doesn't call it the Conoconessing, didn't have that name, but he crossed the creek here in Harmony and, and camped and traded with the Indians for, for uh, corn and dried meat. And so, uh, so we're quite sure that, you know, he was here uh, in Harmony in 1753. Another interesting thing we have in the museum is the Charles Flowers uh, uh, gun collection. Charles Flowers was a local gunsmith, a highly talented one, and he made what are sometimes called Kentucky rifles, although they originated in, in Pennsylvania. And it's amazing workmanship, curly maple stocks, in-grade uh, German uh, brass, and these are made right here in Harmony, and they're quite collector's items, and we're very fortunate to have about a dozen of those rifles uh, here as sort of a legacy of, mm. of the craftsmanship that was here in the, in the uh, 19th century. Now, that's a piece of information I did not know that existed here. <laughs> so, say I want to go on a tour of this area. What do you highly recommend for a guest, a visitor? What do they have to do? Well, um, contact the Harmony Museum. We're open from Tuesday through Sunday, every, day of, uh, every week of the year, except for major holidays like Christmas and mm -hmm. Thanksgiving. And uh, we are open from 1 to 4. Uh, you can contact us and you can just stop in for that matter during those hours and get a tour of the museum and the um, properties right in town here. And then if you'd like, there's a walking tour that you can take that will take you around to the uh, outer properties that we own. There's an 1826 meeting house um, that was the Mennonites built and used. Um, there is uh, the Harmonist Cemetery that is just at the outskirts of Harmony. And uh, the walking tour, if you're up for a little bit of a walk, it, it's a really interesting uh, stroll through history. Now, uh, 
do you do themed ones for say the fall do you do a, like a haunted tour no <clears throat> no we don't have anything like that although there have been those who are interested in the paranormal do research here okay the museum building was a uh, after the harmonists left it was a uh, young girls boarding school and I've heard tell that there's, uh, I don't know if you want to say ghosts, but there, there <laughs> are the images of, of uh, some, some, some young girls that may have been here in that, in that uh, boarding school. That's not my area of expertise, but I'm, I'm just, <laughs> that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Hey, I'm not a registered <laughs> ghostbuster, but you know, that makes for good talk, right? Yeah, it's not the only building in town that is reputed to have um, some paranormal activity. So um, at some point or another, we may decide to do that. There we go. Uh, the Harmony Inn, which is just down the street, well-known uh, uh, brew pub and restaurant, uh, they uh, they make much do of their oh. the ghosts that supposedly live upstairs. Well, I know we just spoke of a potential event down the line, and you recently just had your cellos in Harmony Talk about how great of an event that is for this area. Well, it's an, uh, it was an artist in residence, and we had Eugene Friesen, who is a Grammy Award-winning cellist, uh, in town for uh, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday concerts, including workshops for, for youth. He did a, a couple of assemblies at the uh, Seneca Valley School, so it was really our effort to bring music here that people can enjoy and, and train you know, uh, future artists. And, and that's really part of our mission is to educate, preserve, and, and restore. And speaking of restoration, I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> we have a, a big window campaign going on right now. Uh, we have a total of about 75 windows. Our first phase is going to re replace 38 of them. And the uh, we, uh, we're fortunate to have in the museum a couple of the original harmonist windows that happened to be in interior walls that got built over. And as people remodeled, they discovered these windows inside the, the building. So we know exactly what the harmonist windows look like. Those are getting recreated. They're actually already been, uh, been made and will be uh, installed into the building soon. And to make the windows look more authentic, we were able to access old the old wavy glass that has imperfections. Yeah. There was a, a wonderful gentleman up in Slippery Rock who lives in his ancestor's farmhouse, and he donated about 90 uh, window frames that had this glass, most of it from the 1840s. And so the windows will not only be have the right-looking wood, it'll have the uh, authentic-looking glass as well. That's incredible. And we are fundraising for that. All right. Well, so, so, <laughs> funny I should mention yeah, that. Yeah, right. Fundraising. So let's go there. How, uh, what are your fundraising events to help pay for this project? Well, the biggest one coming up is our German Christmas market, which always occurs the second weekend in November. It is right here at the museum, and there's German food, German music, horse-drawn wagon rides, kids' crafts. Um, we'll have 40 artisans and vendors, and this isn't your typical craft show. It's They are artisans. We try to pick the cream of the crop to have some of the best um, articles for sale here that you can find. 
You can take a self-guided tour of the museum. Uh, there's a lot to see and do, and uh, that, like I said, that occurs the uh, second weekend in November. This year, I think it's the 9th and 10th. Yes, right? it is. Yeah. Now, I do know that you also have uh, a few other big events on the calendar, like your trombones on ice event in November as well, correct? That is um, November... Do you know the date? Uh, it's a Saturday after Thanksgiving. The okay, there we go. Okay, the 23rd. <laughs> yeah, now we go yeah, with that. Right, yeah. <laughs> and um, the uh, New Year's celebration here in Harmony is called Sylvester, and it is celebrated on German time. So at uh, 6 o'clock in the evening, we have a ball drop, fireworks, uh, there's live music on the square, there's a German dinner served here in the museum. Um, lots of stuff to do and see, and it's a great family-oriented um, celebration because it ends at 6 o'clock, which is uh, New Year's in Germany. And, uh, so the kids can be in bed by 8 o'clock, and you can go out and do, 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 your, <laughs> do your adult own. entertainment if you want. <laughs> Celebrate twice. Yes. What better way to, you know, to celebrate? That's right. Uh, are th is there anything that we might have forgotten today that you would definitely like to get out to listeners, especially with the mission that you have here? I would like to tell people that if you have never been to Harmony before, that um, you should come and visit us and see what we have to offer. And if you have been here in the past, then you might want to come again and see what's new and see what we've been doing. The other thing, we're always looking for volunteers if you have an interest in history, we are always looking for people to guide tours, to, uh, if you like to cook, we have some events that, where there's food in, involved, and uh, so, so there's a lot to do here. We, we want this to be a real community resource, and, and we, we welcome people to, uh, to come and help us do that. And the best way for people to get a hold of you, is it to call here? Do you have a website? We have our website is harmonymuseum.org. And about the 1st of September, it'll be brand new. And we're very excited to see this roll out. We, we had a website that we jokingly say was first developed by George Rapp in 1804 because <laughs> it was pretty antiquated. But our new one is uh, uh, dynamic with lots of information. It uh, should really help people find what all we have as options here in Harmony. Well, I thank you both for being with us today, opening your doors, allowing us to tour your museum, uh, get to know a little bit more about the history of Harmony, as well as uh, get ready for your upcoming events. And we wish you the best of luck with those for the rest of the year. Thank you so very much. Yeah, thanks for stopping by to see us. For Armstrong in the Loop podcast, I'm Seth Prentice, keeping you in the loop. Are you enjoying Armstrong in the Loop podcast? Great news! All past and current episodes are available on popular streaming apps and websites. Search Armstrong in the Loop podcast and subscribe today. When it comes to internet service, you get it all with Zoom from Armstrong. There's unlimited data for unlimited downloads, low latency for seamless streaming and gaming, plus an unmatched fiber network for speeds that can't be beat. Find out for yourself. Go to armstrongonewire.com slash zoom and get high-speed internet for as low as $34.95 a month. No contracts, no hidden fees, just internet made easy. That's Zoom Internet from Armstrong.